Anayanghaseyo, Sangeeta, Poonam and Meenal are back with another episode of Crash Landed on K-Dramas. Hello everyone. Traditionally, romance and family dramas often pit women against women. Even when the leading lady is quoted by multiple men, she rarely has great female friendships or a community of women to rely on. For example, in Mr. Sunshine, one of our favorite dramas, three male admirers and rivals in love are unlikely friends. But our kick-ass lady, Go Aishin, who is the female lead, has no reliable female friends of her age. Yoon Seri of Crash Landing on You has to go all over the way to Pukan or North Korea to find her female friends. So our female leads are quite often only female detective, profiler, for example, Flower of Evil, Tunnel, Signal, Awaken. Then they have these rarest positions like managing a sports team in Hot Stove League. They are rare CEOs in Crash Landing on You, Beauty inside. So obviously they have more male colleagues and more male friends. However, there are some cherished female friendships where your girlfriends most importantly bring you all the gossip. They show up for all your emergencies. So today we are going to talk about some of these outstanding, heartwarming, quirky and unlikely female bonding stories in K-dramas that break the mold and give us joy. So we should first start by talking about something that we love so much, which is the trios, female friendship between three friends on a drama and who are the three main leads. So let me kickstart it with Meenal, who definitely has few strong favorites about her trio friendships. So Meenal, tell me which are the dramas you love most and why these trios melted your heart. The latest one which I watched was Be Melodramatic and I've been raving about this drama. I've been hyping it up everybody should be watching this just because how quirky and funny and sarcastic the friends are how thick they are as thieves Sangeeta's I think just started it Poonam has finished it so we will uh, talk about it a lot more but for me personally what hit me was the first episode itself where they show you know backdrop all the three friends and they are childhood friends who've grown up together through university etc Yoon Jung which is played by Jion Yobin, her character really, really hit me. She becomes a famous documentary uh, maker, but she experiences a big loss in her life. And it appears that she's fine from the outside, but actually she's not. And then an incident happens. Both friends actually feel super guilty of not being there when they should have. And uh, they come together to live with her, to help her through her grief. To me, that found family concept of three friends living together was wonderful. They know she's sinking. She has not realized it. She feels she's normal, but no, she's not yet normal. What really I liked about friendships is, you know, when we are young in our teens and 20s, we want to know everything about our friends. We want to tell them everything. There is a concept which we lack at that age is giving space to your friends. Let them come to you rather than you keep hounding them to tell what you want. I think that played out beautifully. Her scene where she realizes, uh, Sangeeta, sorry, this might be a little bit of a spoiler, but she realizes what's wrong with her. She comes out and says to them, hug me. And they just keep staring at her blankly. And she says, I'm talking to you guys. And you all will understand uh, why that line is important when you've seen the drama. I'm having a tough time. Just come and hug me. And uh, they hug her. And what they say is, thank you so much. Because she has opened up to them rather than them having to get her to open up. And now they all can collectively get her out of her uh, grief. 
when they all decide to live at her place she looks at them disdainfully and like a true friend she says that it seems to me you're all cutting your costs and expenses yeah. <laughs> i'm just saying money yeah. you are cutting your child care cost <laughs> you are cutting your rental cost like i said you know they were scabbing with each other which is what i absolutely absolutely loved so for me yoon jung's whole sense of loss and how she copes up just stayed with me but i want y'all to discuss about the funny bits also of parts where all three of them are getting together you can bring in your observations i think i brought in a bit of an emotional aspect here i think uh, for me the funniest scene i mean i've midway through it i've finished i'm six episodes in maybe melodramatic it's not midway <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's right punam not really midway. but she's planning to skip a few things so it's midway <laughs> <laughs> you could say that So uh, there's one scene where they're trying to tell her uh, the writer when this director approaches her she refuses a job and everybody is trying to tell her that you're not really in a position to refuse a job and considering that you are in your 30s and you should be more responsible maybe you should not say no to something that comes your way and immediately there is a phone call to Johnny Bean from another uh, director saying that can you replace me in this series and she says no <laughs> and also <laughs> <laughs> the single mom character she also gets a call <laughs> asking for something and she also says no and all of them are looking at each other and they're like okay maybe it's time to go sleep so <laughs> i cracked up at that scene because it was like just like how real friends would be right <laughs> you tell them not to do something yeah and you do the same thing <laughs> exactly you're trying to give gyan and then it hits you that okay maybe i'm doing the same but then you don't want to admit and you're just moving on <laughs> each time they four the three friends and the brother they all sat together each time that scene came in that was one of my favorite scenes because that showed a lot of genuine camaraderie between how it would be in real friends one funny thing one day with the middle of night one of the friends screams that's the single mother i think and, <laughs> and then they come up and she ask her what has happened what has happened i'll tell that in a bit and she doesn't want to reveal that because she is embarrassed so she says that there is cockroach over here they start looking for her obviously there's nothing because that's not the true reason and then next night that happens again but that's with the other friend the writer this time again everybody runs and then he realizes okay they were weighing themselves on a weighing scale and then <laughs> <laughs> they screamed in horror or whatever <laughs> and the brother was actually wondering whether he needs best control around the house <laughs> they have so much wealth of understanding for each other even the brother they would just look at the other person the expression and they will know okay maybe it's good time to you know disappear <laughs> or maybe let them be alone the same thing about uh, jonio bean's uh, donation also right when she decides to donate everything that she has also and then this marketing lady the single mom is not really in a great place in life at that moment but it's not like okay my friend is going through a tough time let me give her or the friend is also not expecting from her whatsoever right so it's i think those lines are drawn very clearly and characters are written very clearly and they've done justice to their roles too that scene that sangeeta you are talking about that is also very well coordinated everyone is telling what is the worst thing or what is the outlier thing that they did for the day and she ends it with like i donated everything i had <laughs> and then they are in a shock like how could you just donate it right away like why wouldn't you think of us <laughs> before doing this <laughs> and then she says just because you'll tell me not to <laughs> exactly why do you think it's not important to discuss this 
and it's not like they're holding it against her or anything right it's quite obvious that we are going to talk a little bit more about be melodramatic in a bit let's move on to other trios that have touched your heart so i think Mavinil, you have had your pick. So, Sangeeta, it's your turn. <laughs> I think my favorite would be because this is my first life. That's the one where all three characters were very different. Female lead character and the other two, corporate career lady and the other girl who was trying to settle down by getting married to her boyfriend. Three different, very different characters, but always sort of sounding off each other, discussing their important things that are happening in their lives and mainly being sounding both that is i felt because this is my first life the friendships were more about that because uh, all three women had different tracks to their own like their love stories and their career path or whatever but they had these scenes where all three of them are getting together and they're sort of discussing what's going on in each other's lives and being each other's sounding boards i think that was uh, one drama which really resonated with me in terms of female friendships there is a difference between when the three friends in the melodramatic meet with their brother right. and there is a difference when three friends in because this is my first life meet just as sangeeta says they go very in depth like us women do we basically rant about right. things happening in our life i'm sure we melodramatic friends also do that but they are being sarcastic to each other pulling each other's leg or maybe they just say one sentence about their ongoing situation and others give their one line reactions to it exactly. there is a lot of difference in how they show us how they are sharing things amongst themselves but because this is my first life was also excellent writing true, to me true, they are like true. two different styles of writing true. where you enjoy true. both of them it's Absolutely. just lovely the way both the friendships are play out yeah two starkly different ways of portraying female friendships right Entirely exactly different. and similar age groups right exactly. they are also in their 30s yes. struggling again writer character was like the central theme very very similar aspects but so beautifully True. dealt with yeah the other bit what i liked is and though i didn't like the third character which i was ranting about to you girls about is such a cry baby she was shown but she and uh, the other one who's the career oriented girl they are starkly different personalities True. i can't even imagine how those two are friends yeah and yet when the third one goes through her uh, phase of her depression because of her relationship breakup and stuff this girl is like the most toic with her and gets up to expect jung soomin who's the central character to get up because she i feel is the most balanced of the three who doesn't have extreme views but these two have extreme different views but she stands up for her which which i really like there's a scene they are on the rooftop drinking and she says i just want to be a mother and i just want to have kids and have a marriage what is wrong in that if i don't want to have a career i don't identify with it and i can't understand her but she's got a point right because everybody's happiness is different and i think that came out very nicely in those three characters in because it's my first life the second lead the woman who would later be entrepreneur she touched my heart and that story was a totally bonus story for me in because this is my first life typically you try to follow what's happening with the lead couple's life or lead character's life but i loved how she was gutsy she would stand up for her friend but whenever she would be speaking with Jung Soo Min the female lead she would have wealth of understanding i remember there was one dialogue where uh, completely understood why she would have done a contract marriage and she understood uh, before the female lead understood her own feelings she didn't even articulate it to her friend but she gathered that just like you know our real life friends she understood things you didn't say you're right meena the other person was totally different extreme and yet they stuck up for each other 
and i think that's important right we may not always be right but just somebody gets you i think that's important at that phase without judging the underlying theme is that you're not judging your friends irrespective of what they choose to do and how they are that's a, that's the most important part to be observed in both the friendships i think we have to mention the other drama that we all love and we keep talking about also weightlifting fairy kim bokju that's again such a different drama from these two and that is also a focus of female friendships so i think that way the k dramas bring a unique flavor and when you talk about weightlifting fairy kim bokju again 20s you have this mad support for your friend you know i love how much those to believe kim bokju is going to become this amazing national athlete and they will do anything and everything to protect her yeah. fight for her against the gymnast but one scene i wanted to bring up lee jo young have i got the name right sangeeta yeah. yeah. she has uh, her family issues kim bokju is going through her depression right where she's given up on the idea of being a weightlifter and she tells her you have a dad who supports you like crazy in your ambition why will you not pursue it i want to but i don't have the talent or the support but you have everything going for you and that you know makes her realize what am i doing why am i not able to get back and go and pursue her dream and her dad's dream those little teeny bits came out and the third one the chubby one with the two ponies her comic timing was amazing one of my favorite scenes is when by mistake bokju reveals that uh, she's she's dating namjuyuk ponytailed one's reactions i've watched that scene so many times and it cracks me up all the time she's like how could you be so evil to us and not tell us we are your best friends like she does all these faces and all she like super cute <laughs> that's what i would do right at 20 if i came to know my friend has a boyfriend and she's not told me how unfair is that <laughs> to me <laughs> so they actually wrap them yeah. and they actually get namjoon to treat them as much as they want for the barbecue, yeah, barbecue. and he is like okay <laughs> he's resigned and he's like sure i have to give in for sure for this <laughs> and he thinks oh just barbecue is it like they'll be off my back and bok just like you have no idea about their eating capacity or in for real shock and he is shocked and it keeps happening and then he's less like, oh <laughs> he sees the bill he's like that's my like monthly allowance gone and like we discussed on our food episode right throughout the theme is about these three girls loving their food right and the barbecue and they want to go everywhere and eat and just they just enjoy that aspect of it Uh, one thing which i really love about uh, weightlifting fairy kimbok jo is they're college going girls young girls of course because it is sports centric also but there's never a focus on their look makeup dressing whatever not even one scene has any of the three lead characters wearing a dress in that uh, whole uh, drama i think that was something really amazing actually yeah no cinderella makeovers suddenly they were athletes and they stayed athletes which- yeah Exactly. When they first come to know that Namju is uh, her uh, old uh, childhood friend. He's cute. Uh, can you introduce me to him? And um, then Lee Jo Young puts her in place. Why would he date you? She's like, What are you saying? My mother said uh, plump girls look even more prettier, or something like that. <laughs> She's totally confident in her skin, man. The way she is. I love that about her. <laughs> Have you heard of something called Bechtel test? I'm not sure I'm pronouncing this last name fine. It has been devised by Alison Bechtel who wrote a comic strip and she is very famous for this comic book called Fun Home. 
So she has said that measure of how women are represented as fiction is that there should be at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. If such a scene or such kind of scenes don't exist in a drama, then it is like gender biased. Like women are not properly represented. When Sangeeta mentioned this, I have to say that these shows, especially weightlifting fairy Kim Bokchu, pass this test totally. totally. They talk so much about food also, by the way. <laughs> See, they are very clear. Food is their first love. Then the rest follows. (laughs) Food over boys. (laughs) This is a good uh, main name, yeah. Food over boys. (laughs) I never understood boys over flowers, so definitely understand food over boys. (laughs) The other one I will briefly uh, touch upon three moms in uh, Reply 1988 and actually Reply 1988 was more focused on the five friends and their family so they were supposed to be like a supporting cast but they aren't they three were really kick-ass Poonam you talk about community spirit etc this fitted in that as well but those three moms had their own uh, friendship going on the side and it's hilarious because in the first episode itself they are sitting outside uh, the house of the two ladies on a cot talking about uh, the lack of sexual energy in their um, husband okay this is the topic that's going on hang on this is a family drama what the hell is going on but they speak it like as a matter of fact and it is so natural that in the 40s this would be a topic among women to discuss throughout the series they are in these spots they take digs at all the men uh, they gossip they are worried about their kids they are anxious they are envious of each other's relationships with the kids there was one scene in which because one of them is a young widow these two uh, married women are nagging each other about their husband no you're lucky at least he does this no you are at least lucky you know he does that and without again bringing up this overly melodrama or anything or her situation she just butts in and this is kim so myung okay she butts in and says both of you just stop are you all taking digs at me because i'm a widow and i don't have a husband to nag about and join in the discussion you can't be doing this to me so in a very funny manner yet subtly they bring about these emotions and they touched up on a lot of things uh, three of them uh, they brought out issues around breast cancer scare one of them goes through it and how these two other women rally around her uh, ramiran who's i think a fantastic actress so by luck of chance she's actually the most poor family they were but because of a lottery they suddenly become the richest but that doesn't change her attitude towards her two friends she's still generous she's still supportive to them and she takes absolute great care of her friends when they are in financial struggle they don't have to exchange words she just knows that her friends need it and uh, her friend is embarrassed to ask her and what she does is she slips the envelope under the food that she sends to her uh, house so without even telling each other they've shown these uh, scenes to me that was another trio that stood out among our famous trios and um, maybe people should watch reply 1988 i think i see this on every episode of ours so that was another one that one reminded me of the north korean ladies of crash landing on you who by the way during my first viewing i largely ignored watching it i mostly skipped them but even then there were like three scenes caught my eye it was pretty i mean the whole thing starts very hilariously yoon seri the female lead uh, she uh, thinks that she should make friends with these women so that she can get more power to yoon bin the male lead's character <laughs> so that she can convince them to promote him 
I think the head of the gang is like his boss's captain's wife or something like that, right? Then they tell her impress her or something. Yes, that's right. Which, by the way, when Hyunmin hears from his uh, ducklings, he says something like he shows that who asked her to or why does she think I have less power? But he's not smiling and hiding his smile away because he loves the fact that she is doing that. <laughs> she decides to you know deem them with her presence because she is not friendly and she has not had that kind of community or friendships ever before in her life but she says things that i should do it and with her charm she brings all the women together even between those women there is a different hierarchy somebody is the entire area's commander's wife another one has a responsibility where she goes into each person's house and inspects if they have any contraband which can be anything related to a taping order or anything run by electricity which is funny and there is one they totally ignore and she's very timid yoon seri goes to her confidence saying oh your gift is so lovely this is so fashionable this is so trendy so she cements the friendship between those four women which lasts even after he leaves and there are many uh, scenes in there where these four ladies in north korea they stick to each other despite all the hardships come to help each other even when you know they they know that they're not supposed to but they could do that but heartwarming scene is the second lead's mom also becomes their uh, friend or not friend but they kind of have a solidarity and when she comes back from a trip in europe she says i have got some gifts for you and those gifts were that yoon seri had uh, she had got a new product line out and she had named uh, one perfume or one cosmetic product which i don't remember after each of these women and there was beautiful illustration of these women and they look at it and they're so touched about it and after that lady uh, leaves they all sit together and they're like uh, it was very clear that she was a very kind lady and i hope she's doing well i i found that gesture to be thousand times over I mean, uh, if that can be happen, but the point is, somebody thought of writing that, and somebody actually showed that it's extremely heartwarming. And I think uh, Yoon Seri's character, because she hadn't had that, she realized the value of it because she tells them, "I'm so sorry for lying to you when I did, but I genuinely enjoyed the time that I had with you." And she didn't have right even her mother's love. She craved so much her entire life for whatever mis- misunderstanding and. she found like friends and mothers love everything everything in that community and it was lovely that she didn't forget and she still remembers them it's quite ironic that in south korea where she's a successful business woman she only has enemies everybody trying to get back at her whatsoever and goes to the enemy state north korea and finds such amazing friendships there <laughs> a friend of mine who watched uh, first time the k drama on our recommendation after listening to our podcast he said that's what he found that south korea progressive capitalist country with government which gives you lots loads of freedom but everybody is lonely people are not great but north korea where there is a hard life hardships event is tough on you but people everybody is exemplary everybody is doing whatever they can to keep it together going what a message to take away <laughs> <laughs> I know what what insight, right? I mean, this this wouldn't have crossed my mind. <laughs> See, that's what a fresh pair of eye brings. Yeah, in. totally, totally. So, uh, one more uh, such unique friendships that we see are in warm and cozy. The Henyo Ajumas. Henyos are these scuba divers in Jeju Island who go to the. Uh, we discussed about them in another episode of ours. They go and. hunt for these fish and abalone shells and all that they dive in uh, into the ocean so they're all typically middle aged women and warm and cozy has this whole setup of these uh, henyo ajumas in jeju the second female lead the male lead's brother's 
fiance. She is a henu. There's a lot of scenes and everything revolving around her. Even the second male lead, the male lead's brother, he enrolls uh, in the henu school. Even the female lead enrolls in the henu school. There's a lot going on around this, and they show the whole Jeju community itself as so tightly knit. In that. especially these henyo ajumas always uh, standing up for each other so that's something really nicely done in bomb and cozy i was recently reading this book ikigai about japanese living how to live happy one of the things that it consistently calls out for you to be happy and for you to have longevity of a healthy life healthy life being the key word one thing that you need is community community is extremely important even if you have parents or immediate family but what makes your life more meaningful and that leads to longevity is the sense of community these three examples that we have talked about the henus in jeju island moms of reply 1988 and the ladies of pukan north korea they represent this community feeling for me which is most essential and in real life loads of have had it pre pandemic i have seen this growing up so i value this quite a lot there is something about these women friendships which is you cannot replicate when you speak to a woman no matter what you are ranting about they simply have empathy for it this reminds me of this video clip that i seen in this tv show called faulty towers very old show where john cleese is the lead and he has wife whenever she is on phone call there she has a stock face she tells her friends she says i know <laughs> no matter what her friend might be saying she might be just making these voices yeah you are so right i know i know and her husband is who is a cantankerous cranky old man in that show he's like what do you know but every time i try to explain it to my male friends that this is what a female friendship like i send that video clip of that call where she says i know i know so that one female confident friend that relationship is absolutely important to any woman irrespective of how much support system you have everyone needs that woman friend have we seen those in k dramas because we've been saying that we don't see many female friendships in k dramas so which were your stand out duos who stood by each other irrespective of all the silliness or the craziness or whatever one of my examples is little lone one drama is well known which is the beauty inside but the friend is little known one the first episode starts with somebody driving a huge actress she's completely decked up to an award function the moment she goes to take an award as everybody knows beauty inside even has a movie she changes shape she cannot get to the stage to get the award and she rushes back to the van and somehow the person who was driving has figured it out that this is emergency something is wrong and she is ready to drive on she just takes her off for a viewer i cannot understand what just happened and then you figure it out that she's her closest friend later down the drama there is a scene which i will probably never forget so the leading lady is supposed to have some condition that every month she changes into somebody could be any gender could be any age could be anybody so it's hard to recognize what she may have become one episode she is an old person one episode she is a handsome hunk so she keeps changing so first time that happened to her was abroad where she was on a tour she turned into an old lady she goes to her friend's door in the hotel obviously the friend is like who is this old lady and how has she created to a room and she refuses to recognize her but this leading actress is like she cannot reveal this or go with this to anybody else in the whole wide world she is the only person she implicitly trusts and she is going through a hell as well because that's the first time that has happened so she stops sitting outside the door to her friend who is inside and something in what she says because there is no recognizable element right she looks different she sounds different but something in what she says 
her friend realizes who oh, this is my friend and she embraces her and even later there are times because of this condition she may have to like quit her career or hide herself completely her friend is willing to go to all lengths she says that i will never marry if the need be i'll just be with you i'll just live with you how heartwarming that is yeah totally punam absolutely you know they say you just need one person to believe in you and i think if you found that friend that's all that you need in life <laughs> totally you wish right absolutely and actually female friendships matter more as you age absolutely sangeeta absolutely one such uh, beautiful friendship i saw was in oh my lady dot the male lead's mom she is she's old she's growing old and she's diagnosed with terminal cancer and then she somehow realizes that she wants to connect with some school, high school friends of hers for her her first crush as well who incidentally as k drama happens world is very small right k drama world is even smaller <laughs> so <laughs> her first crush is incidentally male lead's best friend <laughs> despite the age gap despite their whatever stark differences and everything they do they're their best he's his best friend so uh, the female lead's daughter is a her uh, best friend who she's trying to go find her daughter is the female lead of course has to be right <laughs> but leaving that apart they she goes and finds out who are the where are they who are these people and then she realizes that her best friend the other lady she has alzheimers and she is also admitted in the same care center where she wants to go and enroll how they bond over it like it's been such a huge gap right there's such a huge gap you were in high school you were best friends but you haven't kept in touch for so long but at that age you just want to reconnect with your friends and you want to talk to them like people of the same age it's very important at that age it's, you feel like you want to talk to people who can relate to you at that age as well as when you were much younger there when she goes and connects and how they get together they even they join the same care center so after she comes and gets admitted in fact she beautifies the whole room <laughs> she's like okay i'll give you a surprise she puts these fairy lights and she changes the cushions of the whole room she changes the mattress and everything so as this friend who has alzheimer she walks in and she's like wow you have transformed this room into hawaii <laughs> <laughs> the how beautifully they showed that aging friendship was very nice what i like about these examples is typically they show that everything good that happens every surprise every nice thing for female leads is done by a male lead but i hmm. love the fact that these uh, these things difficult things are actually uh, and most meaningful things in life are being done by your closest female friend exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's true very true <laughs> when i started watching k dramas and i started going into this fan girl mode which i had done 20 years ago probably never the other series that struck me was uh, her private life where uh, park ming young plays this elite uh, curator but her other side is that she's she's crazy fan girl of this k pop person but she and her best friend are both fan girls and what i really like this see they haven't shown much emphasis on the friendship as such not a lot of great scenes that stand out or whatever but she's there throughout because she's in her daily routine a best friend runs a coffee shop where park ming young before going to office goes there meets her every day they have their fight and minute chat catch up on the day's event and goes off and i miss that because my school friend nai my best friend ever we used to meet 
every day when we were growing up okay as kids then college everything now we are in two different continents and i miss that fact that hey i could go see my friend for 5 minutes in my day and what i also like this she's so fiercely again protective about her fan girl one of their childhood friends keeps taking dig at them like you're a silly you're in your 30s you're a mother she's this art director you're like what is the fan girling nonsense and she's like no it's the most important thing for her and i'm going to like support her so very very nice friendships are shown uh other two examples which i really love about friendship is one in bubblegum and sangeeta has watched this one so add on i just want to touch upon one small scene the friend is very feisty one and she is another gutsy woman doesn't mince her words says whatever comes to her mind sort of thing female lead and lee dongbuk who is the male lead and who is our favorite uh, they have been brought up in the same house he kisses her at a road at her insistence because she was trying to show to her ex i think uh, they managed to uh, speak their truth via kiss and they both without words they both realized it was something like that now she is talking to her friend and she's downplaying it yeah we kissed and this and all of that and she wants to sound it normally even though it's the friend says very sh- knowingly sharply did it feel like you were kissing your brother he said no no this was like a two normal people kissing and then she says this is what your true feeling is that's what it is about that's all she says and she quietens down because she knows that she was trying to cover it up by saying all the other things how much it meant to her true very true and uh, later on when she is going through a tough time and where she feels that maybe lidong leaving her might be a good thing for her then also she stands up for her and speaks to lidong directly and she says that okay you better not hurt my friend that is something again i love in female friendships where they say that okay you better not mess with my friend it's not just guys doing it to each other hello we can also do that <laughs> and she tells him not to mess and there are other times she totally. is expressing to other that her biggest fear is that her friend might sacrifice her love i mean she is so worried about that so she displays multiple emotions about her well being that is one drama where the friend is literally reflecting everything the female lead is going through she actually sort of verbalizes those feelings for us so the other drama of course when we are talking about lee dongwook we also have to talk about the quirky friendship in wild romance the female lead herself is quite quirky in wild romance they're totally two polar opposites her friend is tenen but at the same time she's a very nerdy geeky girl who's all the time lost in books and tv everything that she watches and reads she becomes an encyclopedia of that she gathers everything and it's stored in her brain and she doesn't know how to open the phone's lock like somebody gives her a phone and she's like what do you do with this because the screen is off and there's nothing that you can do with <laughs> so naive when it comes to some gadgets and technology whatsoever but overall she's very nerdy and geeky how they sort of balance this friendship with their two relationships right they show two different tracks two different relationships and they these two are also like just like uh, how we were talking about because this is my first life they're like each other sounding boards and uh, at a time when uh, this nerd friend is probably going to have a tough time in life and probably her boyfriend doesn't understand guy sh- she likes he doesn't understand her geekiness this bodyguard friend she steps up and she goes and has has a chat with him and she's like this and you have to accept her and you have to move on they show it very subtly and simply their friendship it's never too deep dialogues or anything like that just like everyday life so that that was done very nicely 
the quirky geeky friend she is in relationship with a guy who rarely shows emotion so i think he was called robo couple they were called robo couple online <laughs> yes <laughs> you want to go to law school yeah you have to speak about law school because even i have one scene <laughs> all right so uh, law school has uh, i mean they have lots of focus on different kinds of students but there are these three women one two of them are roommates and another one seems to be very close as well two of them are same names one is called console a and console b and one of them because she comes from a very academic family where everybody has been a judge a professor in law background and the other one has she has come down from completely a background where she had no support nothing and she kind of has made herself out of nothing so they have different backgrounds in there and their families have different kind of expectations from them as a result council b she is aloof because she is always being pushed to do the best and council a she is just trying to do the best by her family and she is trying to survive in the law school she doesn't have like such huge ambitions or anything like that so i remember the first episode scene where their terror professor yang he asked yang questions to yeah yang critics <laughs> i love that nickname <laughs> I mean, we loved him as a character, but the and the actor, but his nickname was too good. Yeah, but that nickname was really good. Completely cracked me up. <laughs> so this is first episode. We really don't know anything about it, and he is asking questions to Kang Sol A, who is doing her best to avoid it. She, he says, "Girl with the bun," she just takes off her bun immediately, so that she doesn't have to answer. And the other guy, who is obviously trying to support her, he answers to Yang Critics. There is uh, nobody with bun here, and he answers the question. And the professor is no. less huh the girl who had won one minute 10 seconds ago can you now answer this <laughs> and then somehow he coops council b to answer his questions as well because council a is fumbling so during that time there is a one crucial moment where he, because he wants council a to answer herself council looks at to the other girl b and there just there's this look passes between the two girls and the b realizes that she wants me to answer i need to save her i mean though she isn't shown to be so sure charitable in there but that moment there was a wonderful understanding and she answers the question and obviously professor is not fooled he calls counsel a out that you need to answer this for yourself and later we know why he insisted that it was not like he was trying to terrorize her that was one scene and throughout whenever it was needed everybody knows that counsel a did her best to stand by her friend by her roomie so i don't want to talk so much about that but toward the end where council b is talking to her mom and my mom is saying bad things about rumi and her friends like she always does she gets angry and she says that my rumi just did fine she was brilliant and uh, <laughs> her friend listens to this by chance and she said you are talking about me right you said i was brilliant you said i was great uh, oh my god and she is like celebrating even though they had lost that mock trial and she is like i am happy because my rumi said that i am brilliant i don't even need to win this trial because that's how innocent warm hearted you are in your school because your relationships matter to you much more than your achievements and for me that was beautiful friendship and meenal you can talk about the friendship with the other girl also this is my favorite scene between the two of course because ryu hyeyong who plays kang soli her character was so adorable she's so good in that but the other one which i really liked about council b is the third one has gone through this abuse trial and she's gone through sexual harassment and so much trauma this is like i think couple of episodes before she's hesitating to enter the classroom and council b comes and says stop behaving like you are the sinner okay just walk in there with confidence and 
prove why you were right like just walk in there because this is what females do right we are always playing the victims we are forced to think that we are the victims we've wronged we've sinned in these kind of uh, scenarios and she just stands up for her so well that character was top notch so so kamsol b says mostly the right things but with exactly some nicest things with a poker face expression or worse even an expression which is surly exactly. face exactly and the only person who seems to understand her best is her rumi and uh, she doesn't care how she reacts by the way in fact she knows that she hates being called kamsol b she said yeah for a brilliant student she should never be called b she should be called kamsol a plus <laughs> and you know this another scene where she wants her on her project the way she begs to console me your generous heart for me the desperation and the respect they have for each other just comes out very well in amongst those two so she the counsel be says that i'll give you money i do, i won't do the trial and she's like no i don't want money i want your generous heart <laughs> <laughs> so they were a great duo uh, in, in that series so the one duo i think which i liked but i know sangeeta had conflicting <laughs> views because people will think that yeah we agree on everything which is not always the case and she was pretty they were two friends and i actually loved their friendship but i was very angry with the second one when she starts falling for the guy and she's impersonating her friend at the insistence of her friend of course but at the same time i felt that when she realizes her mistake the guilt that overcomes her was shown very beautifully eventually i think that's important that you know when to say sorry you know when to forgive and you realize what's important so for me i saw a very very uh, nice friendship at, and i think a lot of people were angry at the other one even i was for a bit until she, her apology came through which i thought was very heartfelt from her side and uh, very sincere but i know arti sangeeta had different views i want her to <laughs> speak about that <laughs> yeah absolutely i think poonam didn't watch this drama but uh, yeah i i had a exactly opposite view of that friendship because somehow i mean initially it feels like okay they they're really great friends and from childhood and they're uh, being together and everything but uh, what really upset me about the female lead's friend character was that female lead is one who has these uh, inferiority complex who has these issues about her own looks and everything that's why she's not able to face the male lead though she knows that he's a warm guy he's a nice guy of course he's become much more handsome and not like how he was in school plump chubby kid irrespective of all that if a woman is having some issues about her own looks and having issues about her confidence you would expect the friend to sort of boost it and say that these are not things that matter and uh, you would expect the friend to actually help her make peace with it be okay with it and get on with life but that was lacking in that character and of course other uh, part like you said she the uh, betrays her friend and the other thing which i re- really had the biggest complaint about was that she steals the jigsaw piece to prove that she's the female lead which i felt was not so fair i wasn't so comfortable with that when we are talking about all these friendships there are also friendships which are reluctant right they're not really friends but then again they're watching by the sidelines and just being there when required sort of friendships so those are also i think uh, k dramas have a lot of them one of them which really comes to my mind is oh my ghost 
two lead characters a female lead and the second female lead the second female lead is actually the ghost who possesses the female lead <laughs> only can happen in k drama <laughs> exactly and they become friends so <laughs> that has to be a k drama <laughs> and she knows that the ghost is not like not going to be there forever but she wants her to be there for the rest of her life with her right so all that melodrama will happen exactly yeah <laughs> And she knows that ghost likes the same guy she does. Both of them cannot exist together, and yet, yeah. <laughs> It's actually quite hilarious the scene where you think of it. The female lead realizes that she has strong feelings for the male lead, but she feels that she's too timid to actually act on them or make anything out of it. And she goes and says, "Can you possess me?" <laughs> Yeah, you being the ghost and my sotan, but you can still do my work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so these two girls, and of course, again the shaman and the ghost. That is also such an unlikely friendship. The shaman, who is supposed to be this exorcist, sending away the ghosts. She likes this ghost because she thinks that she has some unresolved feelings in life. she had to make peace with something that happened in her life so she wants to help her she has this maternal attitude towards her she's like disciplining her telling her no wait i will help you possess that girl <laughs> there are times the ghost gives more practical advice to the shaman when they are in a car chase it's true for any part of the world taxi driver is not willing to go there the ghost advises her double the price <laughs> pay him double <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Even the end where the where they figure out who murdered and they both come to this realization and they're being so happy with each other, the shaman and the ghost. I think that scene was also done very cutely. Just the two of them, like the male lead, female lead, have also disappeared. But this ghost has to resolve her feelings. So just that scene is just between the two of them. It is very sweet. Yeah, it is almost like a relationship between the vampire and its ghost. <laughs> <laughs> technology <laughs> another relationship that comes to my mind which is very unlikely is be melodramatic where this actress who is extremely snooty she's often seen around riding with her driver and being nasty to him and generally surly to everyone around and she gives a big snub off to the leading lady as well and as the drama goes in that small world they end up working with each other the documentary maker and her after bickering throughout episodes where they are on camera live fighting with each other which obviously in the hands of a capable editor ends up <laughs> a completely different way that they had intended which is to say that minel can change this episode to make it anything <laughs> Anyway, but they have been bickering so badly, and then suddenly they decide to collaborate. Her one being the muse, another being the documentary maker. What can go wrong? And you do think that everything that can go wrong will go wrong, but surprisingly, a beautiful thing happens. Actress who has been so far shallow, acted as dumb. After one moving moment, she starts to grow on you, and it's not a sudden thing that she becomes suddenly nice to her. There was a moment she realizes that she stands up for me. Sangeeta said something while she was explaining. 
about unlikely relationships. She said that you are watching on sidelines, but you see that something is going wrong and you feel you have to step in. I believe it is more about our moral code, even though because of how fate or society may have pitted us against each other. But if our moral code says that, that they are innocent and they are suffering, we stand up. And that's exactly what happens in this drama. She sees something wrong happening to the actress and actress is too lost and happy to stand up for herself. There are times it is not about entire personality, but there are moments when we are too tired to stand up for ourselves and she steps in. And after that, another sticky point when the actress she has been unhappy, it's obvious. Document maker very reluctantly says that, do you want my opinion? She says, yes, I would love it. Please do tell me. And she takes it very seriously. That's a very natural, organic growth that I can believe can happen in real life. Yeah, and the background was they were school friends and she wanted to fit in with them, but somehow this trio was so close that they never really took in so she harbors that resentment when they meet again so there is not a big fallout but it's just i don't know misunderstandings or whatever that have just grown uh, made them grow apart but that scene that you spoke about uh, poonam which i think the viewer should go watch is where i actually loved your acting she just goes ballistic that's exactly how women should really stand up uh, for each other that relationship was one of my favorite bits also of me being melodramatic she kind of in a way also plays a part in making jim yobin's character realize uh, that there's something wrong with her i think the one that also stood out for me was the descendants of the sun both the female leads were very strong characters played by song hye ko and um, kim ji won both are surgeons extremely proficient in what they do extremely confident end up uh, being in this army camp uh, medical camp together in a third world country go together through a earthquake that hits that part of that country go through a virus outbreak they're not particularly fond of each other but they're absolute professionals and when one of them get hits with the virus uh, song hye ko goes all out to make sure that she's going to save kim ji won's life later on slowly they become amicable with each other the guys they are dating are best friends so they kind of start hanging around with each other and start accepting each other but a tragedy hits both of them and there is a scene where song hye ko runs to her and says please tell me this is not true this doesn't mean anything and kim ji won doesn't have to say anything to her and they just sit together and cry then they keep meeting each other just to share their grief and help each other through it they had a lot more scope to explore that and then the drama just wrapped up like very typically bollywood style but for me that uh, relationship came out very well uh, between uh, those two yeah you talked about that relationship very beautifully which i'm afraid to say i didn't even notice that much like you said you wish it was more than that but still they say that we don't watch the same dramas we all interpret it from the prism of own experience and something must have touched you about it for you to remember that when people are going through grief somehow that hits me they are lost hit me it's what i said about yoon jung at the start also right her loss hits me so maybe that uh, stayed uh, with me and i like when people are spunky both uh, pretty spunky characters and confident those two were heading that medical uh, camp out there so which was i think a pretty refreshing to watch there were many such females spunky females like you called them in dramas who i thought that they could have their own version of romance that wasn't explored deeply one of that example is mr sunshine where two kickass leading ladies one of them is ina kudo a korean born japanese who is running a hotel in a man's world that too this is early 1900 it's a tough position that i can think of and there is other lady 
who is the leading lady and she is a noble woman. Their worlds don't collide ideally. And yet, twice they come to face each other. But both the times, these are like life-threatening situations. And in a moment, split second, they decide to help each other. Even though they have no idea what the motivations of other are. It was simply sisterhood. Even though none of them would ever admit in that drama. They would meet uh, before and after those instances. And it was a mutual respect. It was respect for that code of female solidarity in a way. But uh, they would die before they would admit that this is sisterhood. Why? Because they were rivals in love in a way. My only regret is that they did not develop this romance between these two kick-ass female characters like they developed the romance between the three suitors or three male leads that they had. I would have loved to see more of romance. If you liked our episode, do send us your feedback. Our email and voice message links are in the episode notes. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handles are also in our episode notes. We will be back with another fun episode of Crash Landed on K-Dramas. Until then, Aniyo!